Today is June the 25th, 2020, and Darren and I are in the book of Job, and we're going to read chapters 31 through 42. Okay, Darren. Job, chapter 31. I have made a covenant with my eyes. How then could I gaze at a virgin? And what is the portion of God from above, or the heritage of the Almighty from on high? Is it not calamity to the unjust, and disaster to those who work iniquity? Does he not see my ways and the number of my steps? If I have walked with falsehood, and my foot has hastened after deceit, let him weigh me with accurate scales and let God know my integrity if my step is turned from the way or my heart has followed my or has followed my eyes or if any spot has stuck to my hands let me sow and another eat and let my crops be uprooted if my heart has been enticed by a woman or I have lurked at my neighbor's doorway may my wife grind for another and let others kneel down over her, for that would be a lustful crime. Moreover, it would be an iniquity punishable by judges, for it would be fire that consumes to Abaddon and would uproot all my increase. If I have despised the claim of my male or female slaves when they filed a complaint against me, what then could I do when God arises? And when he calls me to account, what will I answer him? Did not he who made me in the womb make him and the same one fashion us in the womb? (laughs) If I have kept the poor from their desire, or have caused the eyes of the widow to fail, or have eaten my morsel alone, and the orphan has not shared it, but from my youth he grew up with me as as with a father, and from infancy I guided her, If I have seen anyone perish for lacking lack of clothing, or that the needy had no covering, if his loins have not thanked me, and if he has not been warmed with the fleece of my sheep, if I have lifted up my hand against the orphan, because I saw I had support in the gate, let my shoulder fall from the socket, and my arm be broken off at the elbow, for calamity from God is a terror to me, And because of his majesty, I can do nothing. If I have put my confidence in gold and called fine gold my trust, if I have gloated because my wealth is great and because my hand had secured so much, if I have looked at the sun when it shone or the moon going in splendor and my heart became secretly enticed and my hand threw a kiss from my mouth, that too would have been an iniquity calling for judgment. For I would have denied God above. Uh, have I rejected at the extinction extinction of have I rejoiced at the extinction extinction of my enemy or exalted when the evil befell him? No, I have not allowed my mouth to sin by asking for his life and a curse. Have the men of my tent not said, Who can find one who has not been satisfied with his meat? The alien is not lodged outside. For I have opened my doors to the traveler. I have, have I covered my transgressions like Adam by hiding my iniquity in my bosom? 
because I feared the great multitude and the contempt of families terrified me and kept silent and did not go outdoors. Oh, that I had one to hear me. Behold, here is my signature. Let the Almighty answer me and the indictment which my adversary has written. Surely I would carry it on my shoulder. I would bind it to myself like a crown. I would declare to him the number of my steps. Like a prince, I would approach him. If my land cries out against me and its furrows weep, and its furrows weep together, I have eaten its fruit without money, or have caused its owners to lose their lives. Let briars grow instead of wheat, and stinkweed instead of barley. The words of Job are ended. Job chapter 32. Then these three men ceased answering Job, because he was righteous in his own eyes. But the anger of Elihu, the son of Barakel, the Buzite, of the family of Ram, burned against Job. His anger burned because he justified himself before God, and his anger burned against his three friends, because they had not they had found no answer and yet had condemned Job. Now Elihu waited to speak to Job because they were years older than he. And when Elihu saw that there was no answer in the mouth of the three men, his anger burned. So Elihu, the son of Barakel, the Buzite, spoke out and said, I am young in years and you are old. Therefore I was shy and afraid to tell you what I think. I thought age should speak, and increased years should teach wisdom. But it is a spirit in man, and the breath of life Almighty gives them understanding. The abundant in years may not be wise, nor may elders understand justice. So I say, listen to me. I too will tell what I think. Behold, I waited for your words. I listened to your reasonings, while you pondered what to say. I even paid close attention to you. Indeed, There was no one who refuted Job, not one of you who answered his words. Do not not say we have found wisdom. God will rout him, not man. For he has not arranged his words against me, nor will I reply to him with your arguments. They are dismayed. They are no longer answer. Words Words have failed them. Shall I wait because they do not speak, because they stop and no longer answer? I too will answer my share. I also will tell my opinion. For I am full of words. The spirit within me constrains me. Behold, my belly is like unvented wine, like new wineskins. It is about to burst. Let me speak that I may get relief. Let me open my lips and answer. Let me now be partial to no one, nor flatter any man. For I do not know how to flatter, else my maker would soon take me away. Job chapter 33. However now, Job, please hear my speech and listen to all my words. Behold now, I open my mouth, my tongue in my mouth speaks. My words are from the uprightness of my heart, and my lips speak speak knowledge sincerely. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Refute me if you can. Array yourselves before me. Take your stand. Behold, I belong to God like you. I too have been formed out of the clay. Behold, no fear of me should terrify you, nor should my pressure weigh heavily on you. Surely you have spoken in my hearing, and I have heard the sound of your words. I am pure without transgression. 
I am innocent and there is no guilt in me. Behold, he invents pretexts against me. He counts me as his enemy. He puts my feet in the stocks. He watches all my paths. Behold, let me tell you, you are not right in this, for God is greater than man. Why do you complain against him, that he does not give an account of all his doings? Indeed, God speaks once or twice, yet no one notices. In a dream, a vision of the night, when the sound sleep falls on men, when they slumber in their beds, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction, that he may turn man aside from his conduct and keep man from pride. He keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from passing over into shoal. Man is also chastened with pain on his bed and with unceasing complaint in his bones, so that his life loathes bread and his soul favorite food. His flesh wastes away from sight and his bones which were not seen stick out. Then his soul draws near to the pit and his life to those who bring death. If there is an angel as a mediator for him, one out of a thousand to remind a man what is right for him, then let him be gracious to him and say, Deliver him from going down to the pit. pit. I have found a ransom. Let his flesh become fresher than in youth. Let him return to the days of his youthful uh, vigor. Then he will pray to God, and he will accept him, that he may see his face with joy, and he may restore his righteousness to man. He will sing to men and say, I have sinned and perverted what is right, and it is not proper for me. He has redeemed my soul from going to the pit, and my life shall see the light. Behold, God does all these oftentimes with men to bring back his soul from the pit, that he may be enlightened with the light of life. Pay attention, O Job, listen to me. Speak, Uh, keep silent, let me speak. Then if you have uh, anything to say, answer me. Speak, for I desire to justify you. If not, listen to me. Keep silent, and I will teach you wisdom. Job chapter 34. Then Elihu continued and said, Hear my words, you wise men, and listen to me. You who know, for the ear tests words as the palate tastes food. Let us choose for ourselves what is right. Let us know among ourselves what is good. For Job has said, I am righteous, but God has taken away my right. Should I lie concerning my right? My wound is incurable, though I am without transgression. What man is like Job, who drinks up derision like water? who goes in company with the workers of iniquity and walks with wicked men. For he has said, It profits a man nothing when he is pleased with God. Therefore listen to me, you men of understanding, far be it from God to do wickedness and from the Almighty to do wrong. For he pays a man according to his work and makes him find it according to his way. Surely God will not act wickedly and the Almighty will not pervert justice. Who gave him authority over the earth? And who has laid on him the whole world? If he should determine to do so, if he should gather to himself his spirit and his breath, all flesh would perish together, and man would return to dust. But if you have understanding, hear this. Listen to the sound of my words. Shall one who hates justice rule? And you, and will you condemn the righteous mighty one? 
Who says to a king, worthless one, the nobles, wicked ones? Who shows no partiality to princes? No regards, nor regards the rich above the poor. For they all are the work of his hands. In a moment they die, and at midnight people are shaken and pass away, and the mighty are taken away without a hand. For his eyes are upon the ways of man, and he sees all his steps. There is no darkness or deep shadow where the workers of iniquity may hide themselves. For he does not need to consider a man further that he should go before God in judgment. He breaks in pieces mighty men without inquiry and sets others in their place. Therefore he knows their works, and he overthrows them in the night, and they are crushed. He strikes them like the wicked in a public place, because they turned aside from following him and had no regard for any of his ways, so that they caused the cry of the poor to come to him, and that he might hear the cry of the afflicted. When he keeps quiet, who then can condemn? And when he hides his face, who then can behold him? That is in regard to both nation and man. So that godless men would not rule, nor be snares to the people. For has anyone said to God, I have uh, borne chastisement? I will not offend any more. Teach me what I do not see. If I have done iniquity, I will not do it again. Shall he recompense on your terms because you have rejected it? For you must choose and not I. Therefore declare what you know. Men of understanding will say to me as a wise man who hears me. Job speaks without knowledge and his words are without wisdom. Job ought to be tried to the limit because he answers like a wicked man. For he adds rebellion to his sin. He claps his hands among us and multiplies his words against God. Job chapter 35. Then Elihu continued and said, Do you think this is according to justice? Do you say my righteousness is more than God's? For you say, What advantage will it be to you? What profit will I have more than if I had sinned? I will answer you and your friends with you. Look at the heavens and see, and behold the clouds. They are higher than you. You have sinned. What do you accomplish against him? And if your transgressions are many, what do you do to him? If you are righteous, what do you give him? Or what does he receive from your hand? Your wickedness is for a man like yourself, and your righteousness is for us, for a son of man. Because of the multitude of oppressions, they cry out. They cry for help because of the arm of the, of the mighty. But no one says, Where is God my Maker, who gives songs in the night, who teaches us more than the beasts of the earth, and makes us wiser than the birds of the heavens? There they cry out, but he does not answer, because of the pride of evil men. Surely God will not listen to an empty cry, nor will the Almighty regard it. How much less when you say you do not behold him, the case is before him, and you must wait for him. And now because he has not visited in his anger, nor has he acknowledged transgression well, so Job opens his mouth emptily. He he multiplies words without knowledge. Job chapter 36. Then Elihu continued and said, Wait 
for me a little, and I will show you that there is yet more to be said to God in God's behalf. I will fetch my knowledge from afar, and I will ascribe righteousness to my Maker. For truly my words are not false. One who is perfect in knowledge is with you. Behold, God is mighty, but does not despise any. He is mighty in strength and of understanding. He does not keep the wicked alive, but gives justice to the afflicted. He does not withdraw his eyes from the righteous, but with kings on the throne he has seated them forever and they are exalted. And if they are bound in fetters and are caught in the cords of affliction, then he declares to them their work and their transgressions that they have magnified themselves. He opens their ear to instruction and commands that they return from evil. If they hear and serve him, they will end their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. But if they do not hear, they shall perish by the sword, and they will die without knowledge. But the godless in heart lay up anger. They do not cry for help when he binds them. They die in youth, and their life perishes among the cult prostitutes. He delivers the afflicted in their affliction and opens their ear in time of oppression. Then indeed he entices you from the mouth of distress instead of it a broad place with no constraint and that which set on your table was full of fatness but you were full of judgment on the wicked judgment and justice take hold of you beware that wrath does not entice you to scoffing and do not let greatness of the ransom turn you aside will your riches keep you from distress or all the forces of your strength do not long for the night when people vanish in their place be careful do not turn to evil for you have preferred this affliction behold God is exalted in his power who is a teacher like him who has appointed him his way and who has said you have done wrong remember that you should exalt his work of which men have sung all men have seen it man beholds from afar Behold, God is exalted, and we do not know him. The number of his years is unsearchable, for he draws up the drops of water. They distill rain from the mist which the clouds pour down. They drip upon man abundantly. Can anyone understand spreading of the clouds, the thundering of his pavilion? Behold, he spreads his lightning about him, and he covers the depths of the sea. For by these he judges peoples, He gives food in abundance. He covers his hands with the lightning and commands it to strike the mark. Its noise declares his presence. The cattle also concerning what is coming up. Job chapter 37. At this also my heart trembles and leaps from its place. Listen closely to the thunder of his voice and the rumbling that goes out of his mouth. Under the whole heaven he lets it loose, and is lightning to the ends of the earth. After it a voice roars, he thunders with his uh, majestic voice, and he does not restrain the lightnings when his voice is heard. God thunders with his voice wondrously, doing great things which we cannot comprehend. For to the snow he says, fall on the earth, and to the downpour, and the rain be strong. He seals the hand of every man that all men may know his work. Then the beast goes into its lair and remains in its den. 
Out of the south comes the storm, and out of the north the cold. From the breath of God ice is made, and the expanse of the waters is frozen. Also with moisture he loads the thick cloud. He disperses the cloud of his lightning. It changes direction, turning around by his guidance, that it may do whatever he commands it on the face of the inhabited earth, whether the correction, whether for correction or for his world, or for loving kindness, he causes it to happen. Listen to this, O Job, stand and consider the wonders of God. Do you know how God establishes them, makes the lightning of his cloud to shine? Do you know about the layers of the thick clouds, the wonders of one perfect in knowledge? You whose garments are hot when the land is still because of the south wind, can you with him spread out the skies, strong as a molten mirror? Teach us what we shall say to him. We cannot arrange our case because of darkness. Shall it be told him that I would speak, or should a man say that he would be swallowed up? Now men do not see the light which is bright in the skies, but the wind has passed and cleared them. Out of the north comes golden splendor. Around God is awesome majesty. The Almighty, we cannot find him. He is exalted in power, and he will not do violence to justice and abundant righteousness. Therefore men fear him, for he does not regard any who are wise of heart. Job chapter 38. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Now gird up your loins like a man, and I will ask you, and you instruct me. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me, if you have understanding. Who sets its measurements, since you know, or who stretched out the line on it? On what were its bases sunk? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together and the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who enclosed the sea with doors? When bursting forth it went out from the womb? When I made a cloud its garment and a thick darkness its swaddling band, and I placed boundaries on it, and set a bolt and doors. And I said, Thus far you shall come, but no farther, and here shall your proud waves stop. Have you ever in life commanded the morning and caused the dawn to know its place, that it might take hold of the ends of the earth, and the wicked be shaken out of it? It is changed like clay under the seal, and they stand forth like a garment. From the wicked their light is withheld, and the uplifted arm is broken. Have you entered into the springs of the sea, or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been revealed to you, or have you seen the gates of, of the deep darkness? Have you understood the expanse of the earth? Tell me, if you know all this. Where is the way to the dwelling of light and darkness? Where is its place, that you may take it to its territory? And that you may discern the paths to its home? You know, for you were born then, and the number of your days is great. Have you entered the storehouses of the snow, or have you seen the storehouses of the hail, which I have reserved for the times of distress, for the day of war and battle? Where is the way 
that the light is divided, or the east wind scattered on the earth? Who has cleft a channel for the flood, or a way for the thunderbolt to bring rain on the land without people, on a desert without a man in it, to satisfy the waste and desolate land, and to make the sheep seeds of grass sprout? Has the rain a father, or who has begotten the drops of dew? From whose womb has come the ice and the frost of heaven? Who has given it birth? Water becomes hard like stone, and the surface of the deep is imprisoned. Can you bind the chains of the Pallades, or loose the cords of Orion? Can you lead forth a constellation in its season, and guide the bear with her satellites? Do you know the ordinance of the heavens, or fix their rule over the earth? Can you lift up your voice to the clouds, so that an abundance of water will cover you? Can you send forth lightnings that they may go and say to you, Here we are. Who has put wisdom in the innermost being, or given understanding to their mind? Who can count the clouds by wisdom, or tip the water jars of the heavens? When the dust hardens into a mass and the clods stick together, can you hunt the prey? for the lion, or satisfy the appetite of the young lions when they crouch in their dens, and lie in wait in their lair? Who prepares for the raven its nourishment when its young cry to God and wander about without food? Job chapter 39. Do you know the time the mountain goats give birth? Do you observe the calving of the deer? Can you count the months they fulfill, or Do you know the time they give birth? They kneel down, they bring forth their young, they get rid of their labor pains. uh, Their offspring become strong, they grow up in the open field. They leave and do not return to them. Who Who sent out the wild donkey free? And who loosed the bonds of the swift donkey? To whom I gave the wilderness for a home and the salt land for his dwelling place. He scorns the tumult of the city. The shoutings of the driver he does not hear. He explores the mountains for his pleasure and searches after every green thing. Will the wild ox consent to serve you or will he spend the night at your manger? Can you bind the wild ox in a furrow with ropes or will he harrow the valleys after you? Will you trust him because his strength is great and leave your labor to him? Will you have faith in him that he will return your grain and gather it from your threshing floor? The ostrich's wings flap joyously with the pinion, the plumage of love. For she abandons her eggs uh, to the earth and warms them in the dust, and she forgets that a foot may crush them or that a wild beast may trample them. She treats her young cruelly if they're if they were not hers, though her labor be in vain, she is unconcerned, because God has made her forget wisdom and has not given her a share of understanding. When she lifts herself on high, she laughs at the horse and his rider. Do you give the horse his might? Do you clothe his uh, neck with a mane? Do you make him leap like the locust? His majestic snorting is terrible. He paws in the valley and rejoices in his strength. He goes out to meet the weapons 
He laughs at fear and does not and is not dismayed. And he does not turn back from the sword. The quiver rattles against him, the flashing spear and javelin. With shaking and rage he races over the ground, and he does not stand still at the voice of the trumpet. As often as the trumpet sounds, he says, Aha! And he scents uh, the battle from afar, and the thunder of the captains and the war cry. By is it by your understanding that the hawk soars, stretching his wings towards the south? Is it at your command that the eagle mounts up and makes his nest on high? On the cliff he dwells and lodges, upon the rocky crag, an inaccessible place. From there he spies out food. His eyes see it from afar. His young ones also suck up blood, and were the and were the slain where the slain are. There is he. Job chapter forty. Then the Lord said to Job, Will the fault finder contend with the Almighty? Let him, let him who reproves God answer it. Then Job answered the Lord and said, Behold, I am insignificant. What can I reply to you? I lay my hand on my mouth. Once I have spoken and I will not answer. Even twice I will add nothing more. Then the Lord answered Job out of the storm and said, Now gird up your loins like a man. I will ask you, and you instruct me. Will you really annul my judgment? Will you condemn me that you may be justified? Or do you have an arm like God? Can you, and can you thunder with a voice like his? Adorn yourself with eminence and dignity, and clothe yourself with honor and majesty? Pour out the overflowings of your anger, and look on everyone who is proud and make them low. Look on everyone who is proud and humble him, and tread down the wicked where they stand. Hide them in the dust together. Bind them in the hidden place. Then I will also confess to you that your own right hand can save you. Behold now, behemoth, which I made was as well as you. He eats grass like an ox. Behold now the strength in his loins and his power in the muscles of his belly. He bends his tail like a cedar. The sinews of his thighs are knit together. His bones are tubes of bronze and his limbs are like bars of iron. He is the first of the ways of God. Let his maker bring near his sword. Surely the mountains bring him food, and all the beasts of the field play there. Under the lotus plants he lies down, in the covert of the reeds and the marsh. The lotus plants cover him with shade. The willows of the brook surround him. If a river, if a river rages, he is not alarmed. He is confident through the Jordan rushes, or though the Jordan rushes to his mouth. Can anyone capture him when he is on watch with barbs? Anyone pierce his nose? Job chapter 41. Can you draw out Leviathan with a fishhook or press down his tongue with a cord? Can you put a rope in his nose or pierce his jaw with a hook? Will he make many supplications to you or will he speak to you soft words? Will he make a covenant with you? Will he take 
him for a servant forever? Will you play with him as with a bird? Or will you bind him for your maidens? Will the traders bargain over him? Will they divide him among the merchants? Can you fill his skin with harpoons or his head with fishing spears? Lay your hand on him. Remember the battle. You will not do it again because, behold, your expectation is false. Will you be laid low even at the sight of him? No one is so fierce that he dares to arouse him. Who then is he that can stand before me? For who has given me given to me that I should repay him? Whatever is under the whole heaven is mine. I will not keep silent concerning his limbs or his mighty strength or his orderly frame. Who can strip off his outer armor? Who can come with his double mail? Who can open the doors of his face? Around his teeth there is terror. His strong scales are his pride. Shut up as with, uh, as with a tight seal. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. They are joined one to another. They clasp each other and cannot be separated. His sneezes flash forth light, and his eyes are like the eyelid of the morning. Out of, out of his mouth go burning torches. Sparks of fire leap forth. Out his nostrils smoke goes forth. From him a boiling pot and burning rushes. His breath kindles coals and, and a flame goes forth from his mouth. In his neck lodges strength and dismay leaps before him. The folds of his flesh are joined together, firm on him and immovable. His heart is as hard as a stone, even as hard as a lower millstone. When he raises himself up, the mighty fear, because of the, cra- the crashing they are bewildered. The sword that reaches him cannot avail, nor the spear, the dart, or the javelin. He regards iron as straw, bronze as rotten wood. The arrow cannot make him flee. Sling stones are turned into stubble before him. Clubs are regarded as stubble. He laughs at the rattling of the javelin. His underparts are like sharp potsherds. He spreads out like a a threshing sledge on the mire. He makes the depths boil like a pot. He makes the sea like a jar of ointment. Behind him, he makes a wake to shine. One would think the deep uh, to be gray-haired. Nothing on earth is like him, one made without fear. He looks on everything that is high. He is king over all the sons of pride. Job chapter 42 Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that you can do all things, and no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Who who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have declared that which I did not understand, things too wonderful for me which I did not know. Hear now, and I will speak. I will ask you, and you instruct me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes sees you. My eye sees you, I'm sorry. Therefore I retract, and I repent in dust and ashes. It came about after the Lord had spoken these words uh, to Job, that the Lord said to Eliphaz, the Temanite, My wrath is kindled against you and against 
your two friends because you have not spoken of me what is right as what is right as my servant Job has. Now therefore take for yourselves seven bowls and seven rams and go to my servant Job and offer a burnt offering for yourselves and my servant Job. Job, I will pray for you, for I will accept him so that I may not do you according to your folly, because you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. So Eliphaz the Temanite, and Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Namathite, went and did as the Lord told them, and the Lord accepted Job. The Lord restored uh, fortunes of Job when he prayed for his friends. And the Lord increased all that Job had twofold. Then all his brothers and all his sisters and all who had known him before came to him and they ate bread with him in his house. And they consoled him and comforted him for all the adversaries that the Lord had brought on him. And each one gave him one piece of money and each a ring of gold. The Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. And he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, and 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He had seven sons and three daughters. He named the first Jemima, and the second Keziah, and the third Karen Hapuk. In all the land no women were found so fair as Job's daughters, and their father gave them inheritance among the brothers. After this, Job lived 140 years and saw his sons and his grandsons for generation. And Job died an old man and full of days. Wow, thank you, Darren.